Hi everyone, Rabbi David Tawel here from Mishnah Study, Masechet Shavuot, Perek Zayin, Mishnah Aleph. We've been talking about Shavuot Mideoraita in cases of Modeh B'Mikzat and others. In most cases that we've discussed so far, the one who does the swear is exempt from having to pay. In this Mishnah, we discuss issues which are the reverse, where the one who swears can actually collect payment because of the swear. Let's begin Mishnah Aleph. In all examples of oaths taken according to the Torah, the person who offers the swear, who takes on the oath, does not have to pay. However, the Mishnah now lists several people that it's the opposite. The following is a list of people who swear and then collect payment based on their swear. Before we read that list, the Bartenura points out, they swear and they don't pay. The Torah did not establish that the Torah, the one who's making the, accus- the accusation, the, the, um, the one ac- accusing them, the prosecutor, excuse me, right? Um, uh, the Torah, he should not be able to If he's making an accusation, he should not be able to swear and collect payment. The swear is to the one who's being accused, the defendant. That he should swear and he doesn't have to pay. As the Pasuk says, The owner takes it and doesn't pay. The one who has the responsibility to pay, who he is the one um, who, uh, who takes the oath. In other words, if he doesn't wish to take the oath, then he'll have to pay. If he, if he swears and takes the oath, then he doesn't have to pay. That's the standard practice. However, as we noted, the Mishnah lists several people who it's not that way. Who are some of those people? Back to the Mishnah. Hasachir, a hired worker who claims that his wages were not paid by his employer. Vahannigzal, one who was robbed and is suing the person who he believed robbed him. Vahannihbal, one who was damaged by somebody else. Vashikinigdo hashud ala shivua, in any situation where a person is in a dispute with somebody else, and really, the other person should swear. The problem is he is not a trustworthy um, person in the court of law. He's perhaps lied under oath in past examples. He's someone who is not uh, a viable witness because he commits transgressions according to the laws of the Torah, and so on and so forth. So if a person is in a dispute with somebody who's not trustworthy to take an oath according to halakha, immediately the oath will rever- reverberate back to the, the other person. Uh, and the final example is a storekeeper who was relying on his pinkas, on his ledger, is also able to take the oath. Um, the Mishnah is now going to go through each of these examples and explain to us what the case is. And on many of them, we'll have mahlokot uh, between the hachamim. We start with the sakhir. Hasakhir ketzad. What is an example? What is the case of the hired worker who takes on an oath and can collect money based on his oath? Amarlo tenli sikhari a worker comes to his employer and says, give me my wages that you are withholding from me. Who Omer natati? The employer says, I already paid you out. The hala Omer, and to which the uh, the worker, who is the prosecutor over here, responds, lo natalti, I never took any wages from you. So the sakhir is the prosecutor. He's claiming money that the employer owes to him. He's the tobea, and the, the employer is the nitba. Typically, like we said, the nitba would swear and get out of it. However, here the Mishnah tells us, who The Sakhir, the one who is the worker, actually can take the oath and collect the money based on his oath. The question is, why did the rabbis make this as an exception? Explains Bartenura, 
תקנו לו החמים להישבע וליטול, והחמים established that in this case the worker can take on the oath and collect the money, מפני שבעל הבית תרוד בפועליו ואינו נזכר, because the בעל הבית, the employer, is burdened with the needs of all of his workers, and as a result he will not remember. In other words, the employer is in charge of his business, he's in charge of all his workers, he's in charge of his customers, he has a tremendous amount on his head, and therefore the likelihood is that he probably forgot, even though he's claiming I paid him out, he has so many other things on his mind, the chances are that he forgot. The sakhir is more likely telling the truth if he claims that he didn't get his wages because he's in charge of one thing only. He does his work, he collects his money. He doesn't worry about all of the other things that are going on. And so because the balabayit is tarud, we give the opportunity for the sakhir to offer the oath and collect the money because that's more likely the truth than it is in the reverse case. We don't want to give the balabayit to swear in a situation where he's probably not confident in that swear because of all the other things that are going on. We'll continue reading Baratinura in just a moment as he brings in Okimta in this case. But that's the approach of Tanakama, that the Sakhir can go ahead and claim this, his money and, and take on an oath and collect in full. Rabbi Yehuda, however, says, we're still going to follow the same practices of Modebe Mikzat. The only time a person can, can collect via an oath is if there was a Modebe Mikzat case. And so Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Rabbi Uda says there, here, here too there needs to be some level of admission in this case. Ketzad, how does that work? The worker comes and says, give me my wages that are 50 dinarim that you have withheld for me. And to which the employer responds, you already accepted a dinar zahav. A dinar zahav is a smaller amount of the um, of the uh, of the chamishim dinar, a dinar zahav is is worth the equivalent of twenty five dinare kesef. So he's claiming you owe me fifty dinare kesef, fifty silver dinarim. To which the employer responds, I already paid you twenty five silver dinarim, the worth of a dinar zahav. So therefore, I only owe you a portion of it. It's in that case, says Rabbi Yehuda, that the sachir can take an oath and collect. However, if the Baal Abayit denies it outright, that is not a Modebe Mikzat case, and therefore there is no Shavu'ad de Oraita that can be, be administered here in order for the Sakhir to be able to collect. Here, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Razinura um, notes at En Halakha Rabbi Yehuda. The Halakha does not follow Rabbi Yehuda, nor will it follow Rabbi Yehuda in the next several cases of Migzal, of one who's robbed, or Nehbal, one who's damaged, where there too we will see that Rabbi Yehuda will debate, and we'll mention those each one in its place. Just to go back to the Bartenura's commentary on when the sakhir, the rented, the hired worker, can take an oath and collect, says this says Bartenura, This is only the case when the sakhir, the hired worker, is accusing the employer of withholding his wages bismano at the time period that he is obligated to pay. For example, sakhir yom zemana kolalayla she'aharav. Someone who is a hired worker during the day, he has the opportunity to collect the following night. Someone who's a night worker, he gets his wages the following day. So the only time the sakhir is believed to take on an oath and collect is if he claims, if he accuses the employer of his payment um, at the proper time. But if he comes three weeks later and says, by the way, you never paid me for that work that I did three weeks ago, 
בעל הבית נשבע הסט שפרעו ונפטר, ובעל הבית is granted the opportunity to do a שבועת הסט that he paid him, and he is therefore exempt, because since we're already beyond the statute of time to which the שכיר can claim his money, we don't assume that the שכיר has that leg up in, re- in remembering any more than the בעל הבית does because of how much time has passed. ואם שכרו שלא בעדים, למה אין השכיר נשבע ונוטל? Additionally, says Bartenura, If the worker was hired without witnesses, then also the Sakhir does, uh, does not have the ability to swear and collect. Because in that situation, the Balabai could say, I never hired you to do anything, right? He doesn't have witnesses that testify that he was hired. So therefore, the Balabai has the right to say, well, guess what? I never hired you at all. He has a Migo, right? Remember the concept of Migo is he has a better claim that would get him out of it. So he can come and claim, I never hired you to begin with. The fact that he tells you, look, I know I hired you, but I paid you already. The fact that he has, that he gives him that claim and at least admits to that is something that we then trust the Ba'al Abayit. I rented you, I hired you, but I already paid you out. So we would need to have two conditions for the Sakhir to swear and collect. One is that he's being tovehahim at the proper Zman. And number two is that the original A hiring was done in front of witnesses to which then the Balabai does not have the claim of I never hired you in the first place. Last part, Tinura, that we'll read. Hu omer natati, aval amar lo shnaim katsatstali, vihu omer lo katsatsti lecha ela ehad. The case is a situation where um, they're arguing about the payout of the wages. Not that they're arguing on what the wage was originally. So here, the Sakhir is, they both agree, the Balabait and the Sakhir, that the contract called for $100, let's say. The debate here is, did I pay you already? Did I pay you a part? Or so on and so forth. Says Bartenura, but let's say there is a dispute about what the wage was to begin with. The worker comes and claims, you hired me for $100, to which the Balabait says, no, no, no. I only agreed to pay you $50. So there is now a dispute about what the wage was originally, not about whether they were paid out. In such a situation, says Baratinura, Nishba Baal Habayit Shivuat Torah. There the oath goes to the Baal Habayit because we assume that he knows what he would uh, have hired him for. He gets to have the Shivuat Torah because he's the defendant. As we know, typically the Shivuat goes to the defendant. And then he only has to pay what he agreed, what he said was the amount that he was, that, that they agreed to originally. So here we're talking very specific about a wage dispute, um, meaning did I pay the wages or not under the case of hiring with witnesses and being tovea at the proper time. Any other situation, the shivua is going to revert back to the Baal Abayit and he will be exempt from paying.